grab your coffee. It's time for an episode of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative. I'm your host, Melissa Da Silva. Welcome, Chit Chatters. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know, we all have dreams, but most of us have a fear around following them. Sometimes that fear prevents people from being their authentic selves and figuring out how to achieve these dreams or goals that we think about all the time. To share a little bit about myself, I woke up today in paradise. I have always wanted to live in a place that was always summer, calm, and close to the beach. Very different to the way of life I had in New England. They say there are four seasons in New England, but I believe that there are two. And that is summer, that is about three months long, and winter, which is pretty much the rest of the summer. So that really means to me is that three months of happy time for Melissa, and the rest of the year is depressed, always cold, waiting for summer Melissa. So I knew that I needed some place where I wanted to live that was different, and it just needed to be something that really spoke to my soul. And it couldn't just be for one week out of the year for vacation. It needed to be longer. About three years ago, I decided I was going to figure out a way to move to Puerto Rico. And I got this idea planted in my brain from another podcast, good friend, John Lee Dumas. He has the podcast EO on fire. And he always talks about Puerto Rico and how amazing it was. I came down, found out for myself, yes, it's true. It is absolutely amazing. Summer, all the time. And so I created a vision board. I'm one of those people. I have to be able to see my dreams out in front of me. I'm crafty like that. I even posted pictures on my wall. I even came down to Puerto Rico a couple of years ago to look at property. So I knew what I was working towards. And people doubted I would actually follow through not because they doubted me, but because it was so out of reach. I had a husband I had been with for 14 years. I had a house. I had a mother-in-law that I helped take care of. I had friends that were amazing people who were always supportive, family who are natural and also chosen, and a successful therapy agency. I knew what I wanted, and I had to create a plan to get there. I set my business up so that I could work remotely and with COVID occurring, everyone's working remotely and it was made it so much easier to start this transition. My husband and I began the uncoupling process. I don't want to use the D word because too many negative things are attached to that word. And my uncoupling isn't negative. It's sad sometimes, but it's not a negative thing. With technology and travel more accessible, I can be with friends all over the world. And social distancing has also forced us to figure out how to create friendships and keep them going in a different way. And so I did it. I booked a five-week trip to Puerto Rico, and it has been amazing. I wanted to see how it would be like if I actually lived here, and I'm pretty much enjoying my time here. It's amazing. Now, there are people out there who had opinions about these choices that I made. People had judgments and assumptions, and I did let it get to me at times, but I'm lucky I only had to deal with it amongst my small world. That wasn't the case for my guest today. I had an interview with the 90 Day Fiance, Erica Owens. 
She is literally one of the most colorful and creative individuals I've ever come in contact with. Please check out her Instagram and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. And that is at Glitter Buggin. And she and her girlfriend were the first same gender couple featured on 90 Day Fiance. She and her girlfriend had their whole relationship on display for the rest of the world to watch and judge and have some things to say about it. And of course, people had things to say about them and their relationship. Erica and I touch on this during our chat. So I hope you enjoy this interview with 90 Day Fiance's Erica Owens. Hello, my chit chatters. I am so excited today because I have the one and only before the 90 days, Erica Owens. I'm so excited. I'm getting all like jumbled up over my words. Thank you so <laughs> much, Erica. Now, if you don't know who Erica is, she is the beautiful, colorful person that was on the recent episodes of Before the 90 Days. And you were also one of the first same-sex couples that were on TLC's 90 Day Fiance, which I didn't even realize that until, like, I just assumed that this was not the first time, but this is the first time. So congratulations. Thank so, you. Introduce <laughs> yourself a little bit because I have not done that any justice. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, you, like, summed it up pretty well. We are the first you know, same-sex couple that has been on the show. There's a lot, of course, that isn't really included because it focuses more on our story instead of us kind of like as individual people. So, I mean, you got the colorful part right. You got most of it in there, but I'm sure there's still a lot that you can learn about me. And I think that's what we're going to do. So, <laughs> Yeah. And so you're a professional photographer by day? I am. Yeah. So I've been full-time for like three or four years now. So that's cool. Wow. Wow. And you're young. So this is like a profession and like a business you have on your own. Mm -hmm. Very young. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty wild. I mean, obviously when I was like on the younger end of this, when I was like 20, when I first started like doing it, no one took me seriously at all. And it took me a couple of years before I like had the confidence to be like, okay, I'm going to take this full time because I was just like, oh, but I'm so young and no one is going to like believe in me. Yeah. (laughs) But we got there. (laughs) I think that happens for anybody at any age. You know, it's just like that natural process of like, who am I? It's almost like Mm -hmm. this syndrome we all go through at one point. Of course. Uh Uh-huh. So one of the things that you had to experience when you were on the show is that you came out to your family as Mm -hmm. being bisexual to your family and the rest of the world. Uh, most people yeah. are frightened just to come out to their family, but you like took it one step further and was like, I am going <laughs> to let everybody know. What was that yeah. like? Well, I mean, obviously my friends and a lot of my peers kind of like already knew to an extent, um, yeah. you know, I mean, there's been a lot of comments that have said, you know, about, oh my God, she's like a walking rainbow. Of course, everybody knew, like her parents knew or whatever, but it doesn't really take away from like having that conversation is actually like pretty terrifying because like, I think I say in the show, like people can surprise you and you just never, you never know what's going to happen. So, I mean, (laughs) it was pretty wild, but I've always kind of been someone that doesn't do things in halves. So I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to do it, I might as well. (laughs) 
<laughs> Might as well do it like this. <laughs> and I love your father's response was, does anybody want more rice? <laughs> so we had, we had Chinese food the other night and I was on the phone with my friend that like, it's just someone that I met on Instagram. They started off as like, I guess, a fan of the show. And now they're like a really good friend of mine. And my dad came into my bedroom with the Chinese and he was like, Abby, do you want any fried rice? <laughs> It's so funny. And it's just like, it's like his his running joke now is that, yeah, like anyone wants some fried rice. He went through like the bottle. Of, like, oh my God. You know what a bottle is? No. <laughs> what is that? It's like a drive through uh, alcohol store. Oh, you have those? Yeah. <laughs> pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. So he went through the bottle. Oh, and apparently he came home. He was all excited. He was like, I got star spotted. Someone asked me if I wanted fried rice. <laughs> oh my goodness. You need to print up a t-shirt now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh dad, we need to, we need to get you some, some merch. <laughs> yes. Now, one of the things that I have experienced is because I identify as bisexual, but one of the things I've been experiencing is that people forget about the B and LGBTQ, right? Oh, all the time, yeah. All the time, because I'll mm-hmm. say I identify as bisexual, but I'm married to a man, and it just blows people's minds. Like, yeah, they get like, like they erase you from it almost. It's it's pretty sad, actually. I've thought about that a lot, because obviously, like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm single now, and I'm like, I have like, there's this weird pressure now. It's nobody's fault. It's just this like subconscious pressure mm-hmm. now that I have to date a girl because no one's going to believe my story if like, you know, like, yeah. and it's, it's, it's kind of sad, you know, I'm not like, I'm not really dating right now, but I'm like, what if it comes down to it and people are gonna, you know, think that it's not who I am anymore. Or, you know, mm-hmm. my identity might be kind of erased a little bit because people, I don't know, people yeah. in our community and outside of our community kind of have this like weird doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that came into play with the show too, of like, oh, these two are just faking it or yeah. anything like that. And it's like, That's if you do thing, decide yeah. to partner with a male, then it's going to be like, oh, see, we knew it. Yeah. Uh huh. And I yeah. think, I think honestly, like, I think that maybe like Steph probably feels the same way. We probably are both yeah. like, okay, well, I guess we have to be gay now. Cause like, <laughs> otherwise no one's going to believe us, you know, like it's crazy. Cause you know, there's a lot of comments, not sadly, I mean, not sadly, but like sadly Steph gets a lot of it yeah. more than I do. And it's, you know, it sucks because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I have pink and purple hair. So people aren't going to be dicks to me. Like really? Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> 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 it's not great, but you know, I think that, yeah, both of us cop it quite a bit about that. Mm. And, um, there was a lot of, you know, fake bye comments or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And I've worked with the reality stars in the past when they've come off of the show. And mm-hmm. a lot of people who don't know the reality world don't realize that producers will cut scenes to create a character <laughs> in the show uh-huh. because a story is created of certain characters, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't realize that. And so then the person they've created, the villain ends up Mm -hmm. getting all this shit from people who don't realize like that isn't really the person. Mm -hmm. And have you found that maybe people don't really see who you really are because of maybe some of the edits or some of the stuff that's been online? Honestly, and like, it feels like kind of weird to say, but 
I don't really get a lot of hate. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's great, but it like, it almost feels like a dick thing to say because like, I know a lot of our cast does. And I mean, I get a, like a, a small amount, but it's nothing compared to some of the stuff I have seen from some of the other cast members. And it is very sad, but you know, of course there are things in the show that I'm like, hold on, wait, like, mm. but mm-hmm. it's nothing crazy. Like there's nothing that I've looked at. I mean, other than the whole like Erica sleeps with all her friends thing, you know, but mm, yeah, I wouldn't really consider that an edit. I would just consider that as just like something that was missing. Something a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, I mean, oh, we're queer. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I was thinking, I don't think I know anyone that's in like a queer friendship circle of any kind that hasn't at least made out with one of their friends. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so I know for some people, like if you get 50 pieces of like love mail and stuff, but you get that one asshole that sends you something, how do you deal with that? <laughs> Honestly, I usually, well, sometimes I reply because I don't, like I said, I don't get that many. Mm-hmm. So occasionally if I, you know, I have the, the mental energy that day, I'll reply and just be like, hey, look, that was, rude you know <laughs> like you know, you. It's, not, it's not nice to say that and if you are in a bad mood probably don't take it out on me but exactly. I'm never like nasty back to them because it's just not going to get anywhere so you know I'll call them out and I'll be like hey that was really rude you know I, I hope you your day gets better <laughs> or something you know but I also think that it's important to call those people out because I know some of them want it they're trolls whatever they want you to reply but some people are just mean and they need to learn and, you know, yeah, be able to yeah. grow. So I'm not going to just sit there and let them say stuff without being Good like, for you. Oh. Good for you. <laughs> and I think that's a lesson for other people too, who may be not on reality shows or in the spotlight. Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Stand up for yourself. Exactly. Saying like, yeah. yo, that was rude. Like yeah. if you've taken Yeah, and there's time, nothing wrong with that to yeah. say, hey, that's rude. You, you don't have to be a dick if you're standing up for yourself. You can just be like, hey, look. Yeah. That was very nice. Mm-hmm. I know and that. Thanks for watching the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, where are we going to see you in the future? Well, currently, we're kind of stuck in this weird limbo of like nobody knowing what's going to happen mm-hmm. right now. I mean, of course, we have B90 Strikes Back, which is starting today. <laughs> and what yeah. is that? B90 Strikes Back. It's like we strike back at at the people that's you know have said stuff about us online or you know I've found that a lot of the stuff that I'm getting isn't it's it's not like super mean stuff it's just common it's almost like commentary it's like we get pillow talk but on our own segments basically so that's interesting so today I read a comment that you fart rainbows (laughs) (laughs) I mean my favorite tweet that I've seen so far I I don't think they're like gonna use this on the show because it's like slightly inappropriate but my favorite one was like I don't think lesbo pennywise is that into sickly chick (laughs) the lesbo pennywise bit like (laughs) oh my goodness so you have the B90 strikes back. And then mm-hmm. do you think like the photography business is going to blossom even bigger? <laughs> I mean, I'm quite happy just kind of like doing my thing in like South Australia. I, you know, I get a couple of inquiries from fans being like, hey, would you like do this in 
Canada or America or whatever. And like, of course I would, but I'd probably just try and like tie that in with any travel. It's not like something that I'm looking to just be like, okay, I'm going to go and work internationally all the time now. Cause you know, I am quite happy doing my job at home and then being mm-hmm. able to vacation and use my vacation time to either, you know, be on a holiday or volunteer. So it just depends on what lines up. <laughs> now if but, MTV calls you and says, will you be on the challenge? <laughs> what is that? Oh my goodness. But they have some uh, people from Australia that's on the challenge. It's so you live in like this beautiful house or in a bunker with a whole bunch of people and you do these different physical challenges. Um, okay. And then you can win money at the end. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of reality TV in America. Like you guys have a lot. We have we care about. (laughs) We have like some home renovations ones, some cooking ones, and then in terms of like I don't know, like relationship ones, we have married at first sight, (laughs) farmer wants a wife, (laughs) farmer wants a wife, (laughs) and um, the Bachelor. Uh-huh. Uh, we have we have Big Brother, but that, oh. you know, that's See, only some of the starting. Big Brothers end up on the challenge too. So I'm thinking, oh, wow, TV might end up calling you because you have the personality <laughs> that will get people to like, watch you. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm gonna push for it, Erica. I'm pushing for it. <laughs> You're gonna win millions of dollars. That's my goal in life. <laughs> Brilliant. (laughs) Well, Erica, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. I have a fear I'm going to be walking around with an Australian accent for the rest of the night, but hey, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope you get some of my Boston accent. Make sure you leave out your R's and your water. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You guys say like dogs. Like dogs. Yes. Dogs. We have a very interesting accent. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I hope nothing but the best for you. And I look forward to watching you on B90 Strikes Back. What a wonderful individual she is. Now remember to follow her on all her social media, watch the show and send her lots of love. If you are looking to make a transformation in your life and you need some guidance, let's chat. Go to melissadasilva.com and sign up for one of my free consultation appointments. So until next time, keep being amazing and living your truth. Love you. Bye-bye.